You're going to remember this every day for the rest of your life. If you want to get to a goal, if you want to get to your dream, you got to focus on all the little steps. You have to put in your time. You have to be patient and you have to enjoy the process. Whatever you're doing now, whatever you want to be great at, whatever you want to be special at, I'm sure you, you may be already be good at it, but to be extraordinary, you have to do extra. I firmly believe that we are all here for a very specific reason, to do something truly extraordinary. But what are you going to do to get there? Welcome to another episode of the Megna Method Podcast with host Mark Megna. Today's episode is brought to you by the Just a Kid from Fall River documentary film. Just a Kid from Fall River chronicles the life of Mark Megna showing how each and every one of us possesses the capability to achieve our dreams. But it takes extraordinary effort, much sacrifice, and an insane amount of hard work. Be sure to visit justakidfromfallriver.com and subscribe to get all news, info, and updates about the film and its upcoming release on major platforms such as Amazon, Apple TV, Google Play, Fudu, and Vimeo. Also, be sure to visit Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or any other major online book retailer to pick up your copy of Mark's new autobiography entitled Dream Big, Never Quit. It's a perfect accompaniment to the documentary film. Now, today's guest on The Magnum Method is the one and only Rob Gronkowski. Not only is Rob one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game, but he's also a great human being. Rob talked with us a lot about his lifestyle and eating habits post-NFL career. He also emphasizes quite a bit about focusing on the details. Now, let's get right into it with the future NFL Hall of Famer, Rob Gronkowski, here on The Magnum Method. Arguably, in other people's minds, not in my mind, the greatest tight end in NFL history, one of the greatest athletes ever, and just pride, heart and soul, an all-around amazing person. Welcome to the show, Rob Gronkowski. Thank you for being here. No problem, Mark. Thank I, you for having me, man. I, I appreciate it, man. So we were going to get into it. You know, just uh, you came in, you you saw Katya. It was her birthday. Rob was so nice. I got to mention it on the air that we have an anatomy member it was her birthday, and uh, Rob was kind enough to let us uh, uh, bring her in to get a picture, and she was over the moon. How excited was she? She was super excited. I uh, felt like, you know, it's going to give her the extra boost for the workout. It oh, was yeah. A, she was in the middle of a workout, all sweaty, came up here, oh, yeah. gave her a nice big hug. Um, it was her birthday yesterday, so, you know, it's, it's super special, uh, you know, to have that ability to, you know, change someone's perspective right on the spot. You did, man. You, you did. You know, I, I sometimes that happens all the time. Like I can see people, they're having a bad day. You can just see them, but they see me out of the corner of their eye. Oh, yeah. They come running up and, you know, just give them a little inspiration, a little hug, you know, a little picture with them. And to see that excitement, to see that cheer on their face is what it's all about. And I imagine you have that effect on a lot of people, man. Yes, yes, some, yes. Um, you know, I'm in a position where, where I do have that. Right. You know, I, I got to realize that, too, that, uh, you know, I, I played in the public uh, playing the sport playing the game of football was in the public eye and you know I have a platform and and I see that and I love to use that platform in the in the right way you know putting smiles on people's faces and, and putting good things out there love it love it and has it changed are people looking at you a little bit different now that you're you're not playing anymore like what, what are some of the things that people are saying to you what's it like now I mean I know the life has changed completely but tell me uh, you know, it, it is definitely different, and people do look at me a lot differently, too. Um, and I, I kind of like it in a good way. I, I felt like it has changed in a, you know, more positive, like, reinforcement way. And, and okay. I feel like I've got, I have been given, like, 
because a lot of people just always like attack me while playing like when i go out and stuff like oh rob sure. give me that give me, like can i get a picture like demanding it and like in kind of a way where it's like too much like sometimes it is too much i'm sure, sure. but now it's like you know people just come up to me and just just you know in more of in a respectful way now okay now that i'm done playing like when you're on the <clears throat> when you're playing football you know everyone just big big fan running up to you yeah. like you're, you're just you, they think you're just and they expect you to you yeah. have to do it like you're you have to do it but now that that I retire you know I, I did that you know tell told everyone how i felt out there and everything and and what you know all that type of stuff and how how i'm just trying to grow help my body feel better and everything now i just feel like people come up to me a lot i mean uh <clears throat> in a lot more respectful way right. give me more right give me props and and ask you know if people do ask for a picture they ask for it in a nice respectful way and it feels good man yeah absolutely so you know how's the body feeling because i know i used to watch you play and if we dive back a little bit i was fortunate enough to work with you back at bps when you were coming out yeah man that that was really cool uh, i remember those times and uh what's crazy is you know i felt really good coming out coming out uh, coming out for the combine going into my rookie year and uh, you know, at 20 years, I was only 20 years old when mm -hmm. I worked out with you guys. I remember uh, that. You know, and I, I listened, I did all the work, but you know, I wish I paid more attention to detail. At oh. that age, you know, oh. you think you say know, that again. Say that again. I wish me. I paid more attention to detail <laughs> oh, at that, that age. Oh yeah. You know, you live and you learn, and and you know, at that age, you think you know everything. You just go in. Oh, I'm just going to work out. I'm just going to lift. I'm going to bench. But there's really so much more to lifting. There's so much more to benching. There's so much more to just throwing up weight. Right. And and that that's what it's all about. And you know, at that age, you know, you, like I said, you think you know everything. But if I could go back, you know, there's a learning process. So it all happened for a reason. But if I could go back, there's one thing I would change: is paying attention to the detail. I love that. Of everything. I love that. And 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 that being said, Rob, that you know, I think that the younger athletes, or not just younger athletes, but younger people in any profession. I think they need to start to understand how important that is. And speaking of those things, what would you say if you could go back and start again? I know this a lot you probably wouldn't change, but in regards to your training, your health and nutrition, what would you change? All right. What I would have changed uh, was, first off, paying attention to detail. Right. Um, also working on my form instead mm -hmm. of just trying to throw up weight. That that That's part of Okay. Everything will fall all along the lines right, of right. paying attention to detail. Okay. So... If all the things that fall under that line, I would say, is your form, mm -hmm. learning about your form, learning how it works, uh, connecting your body um, all in one, learning how your body works, you know, how one exercise affects your body more than another exercise. My diet, uh, that's huge. How I take care of my body, my sleep, mm -hmm. uh, how I rest, what I put in my body. Uh, you know, how I go out, you know, when you want to enjoy your time, you got to enjoy your time. Right. I believe you got to always go, you got to always celebrate and stuff, but how to do it, okay. you know, the right way and, and how to recover from that. And, you know, but, you know, I'm very thankful for where I am now. I had an unbelievable nine years in the league uh, playing football. And I, I believe I played those nine years just muscling through and Oof. just doing the wrong shit <laughs> yeah barreling through it huh? yeah just yeah. barreling through it man and and just going in just grinding through it having yeah. that mental toughness but i can tell you this man it all caught up to me yeah 100 oh, percent. it yeah. all caught up to me and I, i'm very thankful you know for all those ex experiences all the learning phases i mm -hmm. took you know why i was feeling like garbage some days why you know i mean i didn't really have like the mood swing part i was just feeling like garbage 
like you know not the high energy mm. you know not not being myself you're a high energy guy no i'm a high energy yeah, guy yeah. and i love being right. high energy and when i'm not you know it just doesn't feel right, right. i don't feel like myself so right. all those things that you know i learned throughout my 20s now you know I, I don't believe i have all the answers but i believe i have a lot of answers from a lot of learning learning curves and, and learning from greats that I, i've mm-hmm. been around learning from other people that i've been listening to that know how to treat their body know how right. to take their body to the next level mm-hmm. you know that's what i'm implying now and i love it are there any uh modalities like you know um you firstly are there any modalities that you've adapted like you know you have recovery boots you have uh um anything like stretch mobility like things that were passed to you from like tom for example or another tight end that was like you got to do this stuff or yoga something that you would have balked at before but you're you've taken on of lately and even let's talk about the way you eat after as well oh yes definitely man you know growing up in high school all i thought to get to the next level was just to lift as much weight as you can lift on the bench on the squat on the clean and i can tell you this that's not the way to go Yes, yes, you got to do it, right. but you want to do it with the right form. You want to do it with the right weight. You want to do it that it gives you the best, most, biggest outcome that you want, what you're looking for. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, instead of just trying to throw up 300 pounds in the clean and have your form absolutely terrible, a chance of throwing out your back, a chance of you know, throwing out your shoulder, whatever it is. No, you want the right form, you want the right weight, and you want to build up to it. You don't want to just toss it up right, right away. But um. <clears throat> You know, and then another thing is, uh, you know, I that's all I used to do was just lift, 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 try to get heavy, just try and get bulky, just try and put as much weight on as possible. But now I'm open to everything. I love doing different workouts. You know, some days I just love going for a long walk, 10 mile walk, you know, going out in the going out in the nature, just going for getting fresh air from the trees, going out by a river, walking 10 miles down in the river, five to 10 miles, just enjoying the day the peace, the relaxation, letting Thera- the mind therapeutic, right? Yeah, therapeutic. Letting the mind settle because if the mind isn't settled, the body's not settled. So if true. the body isn't settled, the mind's not settled. That's great. So it all works together. You want everything working in one from your mind mm-hmm. to your body. Everything working in one, then that's where you're at. That's where you need to be. That's when you can make the best decisions in your life. So I mean, I'm telling you, eating, cool. exercising, it's not even about just being an athlete. It's about just daily life. I think that's where it truly starts is how you exercise, how you eat and I believe that it'll bring you to the max potential in whatever, whatever occupation. occupation. That's what I'm looking. Oh, whatever any, any occupation, occupation you're in, it can maximize your ability no matter what. Okay, you can apply it to anyone. You're absolutely right. Did you start um, when you were in high school? You were trying to throw weight around like a crazy man. Um, I can only imagine what you were like in high school. But you're consuming a lot of calories. You're eating. Are you doing any sort of running drills or conditioning? Did you focus on that at all? Just be, you're young and athletic. I know you have four brothers. Yes, I have four brothers. Four brothers, and that's a very athletic family. Obviously, I worked with your brother, who is the fullback for the Chris, yes, the Cowboys. Chris. And um, what was that like? I mean, you you were you doing other things other than lifting, or was just kind of lifting it out? You know, it was all about lifting it out. Yeah. There was no stretching. There was no warm ups. It was just all about <laughs> tossing up the weight. Right. And, you, you know, competing. Getting, yeah. Competing, tossing it up and all that weightlifting, I feel kind of made me stiff in the end. Wow. You know, you can get you can get away with it at a mm-hmm. certain age, you know, from right. 16 years old. to uh, I would say I would truly say through my experiences, mm-hmm. through, you know, seeing my, my eyes of other players go through it, that if you're just lifting weights and, and just running for, you know, to get to the next level. And lucky I, I was gifted enough to, to for with my abilities to wear just lifting weights 
and, and just running in the backyard right. and not even paying attention to any detail at all. It literally got me to about age 26. I'm sure. To, and I'm got sure. me that far, like about five to six years in the league. How old are you now, 29? Uh, 30 years old. You're 30 years old, man. 30 years old, an entire career, Hall of Fame career, and so much success. I remember, listen, I have a great deal of respect for you because I, number one, I just want to say this. I want everyone to know this. I had a very limited experience with Rob. I was fortunate to work uh, for Pete Bomarito at BPS, where I worked incredibly hard. And you actually came from an injury status place with your back. Yes, yes. I, I remember. Miss, I missed my junior year mm-hmm. and then left early still. That's right. And came and trained uh, at, at Bomarito's. Yeah. And, and, you, and you were one of the trainers. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember like, man, this dude is just. <laughs> back in the day. Back yeah, in, yeah. Back in, you're still jacked. You're yeah. No, good, I appreciate it. I remember it. I was like, damn. I appreciate like, it. How do, how do I play in the NFL? I'm not that jacked. <laughs> oh, man, you could run. I remember, uh, true story, you got down and ran a 40 and Pete started celebrating and I was thinking, Man, I don't know what he ran, but that looked really fast. Yeah, man. <laughs> I remember that, that first good. one. It looked, good, it looked smooth. Who felt else was good. in that class, Rob? Was it AB and JPP? Yes, yes, they were in that class. I'm not sure. AB didn't train with us, I don't think, that year. But Oh, uh, maybe he was the year after, possibly. No, no, he, was in, no, he did train with us. He did. Yeah, he, he did. I trained AB there. Yeah, yeah, you did. With, uh, I think JPP was there, I'm pretty yes, sure. JPP was there, too. In a Navarro Bowman. Navarro Bowman. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. That was a that was a great class. Yeah, a lot, it was lot, a great class. lot of athletes in that class. Yes, there so, was. So, what what's it like now for you? You eating like are you you have a lot of time to yourself. What's your what's your eating like? What's your day to day like? What what things are you into now? Uh, you know, I'm into activity still. I'm I'm still into the fit life. Train every day? Um, not every day, but okay. probably about five times a week. Okay. Uh, but. <clears throat> My dad's been in the fitness industry for 30 years now. Equipment, right? He's been selling fitness equipment, retail and commercial for 30 years now. So we've always, my family and I have always been around fitness. We've always based around fitness. My brothers work out. My brothers play sports. My friends play sports. My friends work out, you know, so we've always been around that. So I love, I'm kind of like, you know, always got to be around that. That's going to be my life is around fitness, you know, and I'm getting into business stuff that work around fitness that work around the idea of fitness that belong in the same class as fitness right. you know my brother started a company called ice shaker where it's a protein drink you know a protein shaker where you where you put your protein in you can shake it up and uh, i love that make make your protein in the shaker oh that's but cool. also you know he extended it to be you know you can put coffee in it hold your drink hold your coffee you know your coffee cold for 10 hours if you want smart yeah or you can put your ice cold drink in it if you're in dallas where he's based out of it's 95 out it keeps your drink cold ice cold for more than 24 hours so you know it it belongs around fitness you bring your ice shaker you you know you need your ice cold water you need protein in it and then also you know i got into the business world of cbd you know a cbd topical cream just to help manage pain like Mm -hmm. if you got muscle soreness arthritis uh, stuff like that, Absolutely. you know, and then we have a branch. I love that stuff, the topical cream that mm-hmm. I'm coming out with my own line. What's it called? Uh, CBD Medic. Yours is called CBD Medic? Uh, my line, we don't have a name for okay. it, but it's going to be branch under CBD Medic. Okay. It, there'll be one topical cream too, which that's all the company is based out of right mm-hmm. now. It's, it's just a topical cream. Okay. It has menthol, camphor in it with CBD, and then there's five essential oils in it. It's all natural. I love it. You know, it, and that's what goes along my line, all natural. That's how the way I'm healing. Nice. And, you know, I love it. You know, I'm eating all natural foods to help me heal. I'm doing all natural treatments. Rob, red meat? Uh, you red me. meat eater? I, you know, I, I am. I you mean, mean, I'm not, I, don't get me wrong. I don't eat red meat every single day. Right. Sometimes I go two months without it. And then sometimes I go twice a week. But mm-hmm. I, I, if I do it 
Like I actually ate red meat for the first time in over a month, How'd two nights feel? ago. I, I felt fine. I yeah. mean, I was training so hard this week. It didn't even matter what I ate. But right. as long as I'm eating organic, right. you know, putting real foods in me, putting mm-hmm. plants in me. And when I do eat red meat, I, you know, I, I tend to look out to make sure it's grass fed, sure. organic red meat or okay. even grass fed chicken, because you want to put all that right nutrients in you. You want to put nutrients in you that came from, you know, an all natural organic, you know, mm-hmm. farm, wherever, wherever it started. Are there any superfoods that are like your go-to foods that you can mention that maybe? Oh, man. What? I would go with uh, almond butter, man. Almond butter, almond butter almond man. Butter. I love okay. almond butter. You throw that in your shake. You know, you can find almond butter now. Like it has a little touch of sugar in it, but right. just to give it like an unbelievable taste. But I'm burning so many calories that, you know, you can always add that little touch of sugar sure. or agave to it. And almond butter with like maybe a little maple syrup in oh, it, yeah. a little tad that's bit. Like, that's like Justin's, Justin's honey. Yeah, you get you Justin's? Know, oh, I Justin's. just bought Justin's the other day. It's the, the whole container in two days. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just, I just love it. High but, fats, high healthy fats. They have a lot of protein in it. That That's huge. Nuts like that. Nuts, Brazil nuts. Yeah macadamia nuts almonds cashews all the, all those type of nuts i just love to love to eat love to snack on all day long love it and, and, and rob you guys obviously can't see him but when he walked in he looks incredibly lean and i asked him what he weighed and you said that's 250 pounds he, man, he's right a now. lean 250 man yep. if you're 250 now I'm guessing you dropped some weight. Yes, I I was playing from 262 to 265. Wow. So I actually got down to 241 this year. I was really lean, really, really, uh, and I wasn't working out that hard. I was just eating right and dropping weight, mm-hmm. doing fasting, yeah, not eating for like 18 hours at some point. And man, wow. did I love that program. I you mean, like so, it? I mean, it was like a love-hate program because you would hate like, you know, like from hours like 12 to 18, like mm-hmm. those six hours, right. like, you, like sometimes you just start flipping out. Like, man, you start getting hangry. Water? Can you drink oh, water? Oh, yeah, water yeah, for sure. Course. Hangry, you would start getting. But then after like, you know, the 16th hour, all of a sudden your body just kicks in and it just gives you like a burst of energy. Right, right, and I'm right. like, damn. And then everything, your body just feels light. You feel fast. You feel quick. And I'm like, dang, this this is what I'm looking for. Now I understand what the fast is. And you love that. You just got to take the pain yeah. through a couple hours because not yeah. everything's going to be pleasant. It's not true. You know, and there's true. nothing pleasant that's going to get rough. you to the next level. You got to f- go through pain to get to the next level, no matter what you're what you're trying to accomplish. Gold nuggets Rob is dropping right here. Gold. You know, uh, tell me about, so you, after that fast, I know I used to do some intermittent fasting and I realized that there's a significant benefit that, that's carryover for cognitive function and you feel amazing. You're like, you're ultra focused. It's weird. But after that, you break that fast. What's what's that like? Are you oh. going shit house? Are you going crazy with what you're eating? Or oh no, man. Well, if I mean, depends what you're trying to accomplish, man. I, I'm trying to accomplish to get my body to maximum performance. If I'm not playing a sport, or if but I did you do that when you were playing? No, or, I know. Oh, yeah, you know so something. I, I learned. I learned a lot of these tricks after That's I got done playing because yeah. I knew I needed to learn yeah. some tricks. I, <laughs> I I needed to learn some tricks, right. man. Uh, but I was eating health, I, like the fasting, I didn't try it till this year until after I was done playing. You know, I just started eating healthy about two years ago. I would say, you know, I was learning throughout the two years. You know, I started like about two and a half years ago eating, okay. eating healthier, you know, but you just don't, I didn't just drop a dime and ate completely healthy right, right away. Right. I was, it just got built into me gradually over mm-hmm. time. And now I would say ever since being retired that I really got to look at what I want to eat mm-hmm. and put in my body. And now I'm at the point, you know, over the last two and a half years, learn from many people, learn from other players, learn through just my experiences, what I was putting in my body that, you know, I have a pretty good idea 
of what to put into my body and what to you know get the athlete to the top performance now right uh have you learned any tricks from uh tom for example or was there anything that was passed on or what what did you learn most from being in that environment and we're going to you know trail off into culture but you're in that environment you know uh you know tom's so notable was there anything you like, man, I got to adapt that because that shit works for him. It's going to work for me. A hundred percent right on. That's exactly who got me into this program. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am right now with, without Tom and um, his trainer, Alex. Right. Uh, I heard a lot of good things. About yes. Alex. A lot of great things. He knows a lot of, he got a lot of great stuff mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just teaching me how pliability works, mm -hmm. you know, keeping your tissue nice and long, keeping it soft. And mm -hmm. that's why you're looking at me and you're like, you're 250. I, I, people don't understand. I'm 250 because I get treatment on my body all the time, too. Yeah. I want to lean out to where I my body can carry the most mass it can, but it doesn't look like I'm carrying that much mass. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It, it, it doesn't. being lean, leaned out. And that's what I've been doing. I've been, I'm elongating my muscles not trying to you know make them a brick i'm trying to make them soft and long mm -hmm. and that's how your muscles last forever that's how that's why i feel like tom's at, at the level he's at 42 years old he's been doing it forever and you know i adapted that program i mean i'm not 100 percent exactly what he does but i adapted exactly the type of program he does mm -hmm. getting the treatments before workouts getting treatments after long getting your muscles making them soft making them pliable so i can go every single day and also just the way he eats too it's just it all factors together you got to do it all if you right. want to get yeah you can you know just get the you can just get the eat well and it'll bring you so far which mm -hmm. is great but also if you want to take your body to the next level you got to eat well you got to train right you got to you know get the right treatments for your body so without him i wouldn't be where i am right now right. and i do you know i do many 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 stuff many many programs that he does right. you know eating wise and training wise you know doing the band workouts doing the stability mm -hmm. you know he showed me alex and tom showed me all that and you know it changed my life you know and i just needed to get away from football i felt like so i could adopt all that and right. learn my body learn how everything right. works well you know a question is probably coming at the end we'll save that for the end but um i can't imagine how many times you get asked a day about coming back Oh it's, yeah, man. I mean, I, it's crazy. I can only imagine. Oh yeah, man, it is crazy. I get asked that every single day. So it, actually, I just come up with some crazy, <laughs> some crazy stuff every single day. Am I coming back? And then everyone's like, "You're way too skinny to come back." And I'm like, "I'm a wide receiver." And then I'm like, yeah. and "Then yeah. Steve Gustowski went on IR, yeah. and I'm like, call me Robbie Gustowski <laughs> now. I'm coming back as kicker, baby. But I'm only doing extra points and field goals under 30 yards because I'm not letting my field goal percentage go down. That's right. That's right. You could do it. Too. I mean, it would probably be 15 percent still, but yeah. it would be only like two percent if it was past 30 yards. I love that. Love that. You're such a uh, serious competitor, and that's why I always had great respect for your game, Rob. Like you like to have a good time, but I never heard anything negative in the media about Rob Gronkowski, and that's hard to do in a career, man. And I know that you come from a good family with good people, and I met a few of your brothers. That's so hard to do. What, what's it like? You know, you're you you never get in trouble. Nothing negative. You you work your butt off. And you, you get great respect from your teammates. What do you think, how was it built? How was that culture built? Because there were some key performers. When I was there, Willie McGinnis was there. And I know Willie and Ty and, you know, there's a there's Teddy. There's a strong nucleus of people that held everyone accountable. But you're certainly a large part of that. How was that culture built? And how did you hold other players accountable? Uh, the culture in New, New how was it yeah, built? I mean, yeah, it started yeah, way before yeah, my times. Right, I mean, right. you know, you got Mr. Kraft, 
Coach Belichick there, like I think a few years before even Tom got there. Right. You know, and then you had those guys, Teddy Bruschi, Willie McGinnis. Unbelievable. Unbelievable players, man. Great leaders, too. Great leaders. Great Troy leaders. Brown on the offensive oh, side. Both ways. Oh, both ways, man. You Unbelievable leaders that they started off with in, like, what, 2009 to 2008 yeah, yeah. or whatever. That was yeah. 201. They I were would, grilling yes, it. Exactly. You know? I would say the culture was set way before my uh-huh. times, way before I got there. And, uh, you know, just going into a, a, a new team, you know. And I don't care what team it is. I mean, you got – as a rookie, as a player, you got to go in and be humble and oh, just yeah. and just shut up and and just work your tail off. I mean, that's the only way you're going to get respect mm-hmm. as a rookie. I know, I, you know, I see all these rookies, big shots. They come in if they just talking. You don't you don't gain that respect at all. I mean, it, it's rare. And then the second you mess up, that you're going to get hounded because you're talking so much garbage. And they're going to be even harder on you. They're right? going to be even harder right, on you. Right. So the best thing is to just shut up, right. go in, work your tail off, and 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 try your best and do your job. The best and right. now i talk like that now because i was there the first day yeah. going into the program that's how the program's built you know when they established that program in 2000 or whatever that atmosphere that culture of of shutting up do your job gain the respect from your teammates mm-hmm. from you know showing them that you're working hard that you want to be there that you're there for each other that you're going to be there to fill that hole that you're going to do your job for your teammates so they can do the job for you. Exactly. So that culture was built in, you know, 2000s. You've been right, there. You know right. how it is. Oh, man. Everyone was scared for their life, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay, shoot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It started in 2000. Then. Yeah. Yeah, everyone was scared oh, for their life. Everyone was scared for their life. I remember. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah, that's how I, it was at times, I'll for you, sure. I'll tell you a quick, yes. super quick story. I'm in the locker room, and uh, I'm getting dressed for practice, and Willie McGinnis looks at me. And I'm going to tell you something. Shout out to Willie McGinnis because he was so kind and treated me with such great respect. And he had no reason to do that. Willie was like a superstar in my mind. I looked up to the guy, idolized him. And he said, Mark, how do you feel today? And I said, I feel pretty good. I said, why? He goes, well, see those four guys getting equipment? They're here to take your job. And if you don't have a good practice, you're going home. And I'll never forget that. Imagine what it would be like for the workforce today, Rob, when every single person has to prove themselves Every day. Every day. Every day. Day in and day out. And that's, that is true. You just hit it right on. You haven't been there in so long and you still remember that culture. You have to prove yourself day in and day out. And, you know, I'm thankful of that, of being there for the mm-hmm. nine years because it has established something in me, in my mind, in, in the way I work, in, in a great way that I got to be prepared every single day that I wake up. Uh, you got to go. And, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not there playing there anymore, but, you know, that culture, you know, stays with me. Right. I mean, it's, an, sure. it's a great way. It's a great yeah. aspect to take with me. It's a, a great positive uh, way to go out into the real world with Absolutely. Uh, a great positive mindset to go with that every single day that I got to work my ass off and, and gain respect in the in a new way, in a new you know, direction that I'm going. And the only way to do that is I got to show up every day. I got to be prepared and I got to do my job to the best of my ability. It just works in all different occupations out there big time. Anything. A million percent. That was very well said. The, is there ever a guy, I mean, I'm sure multiple times and hundreds of times, someone will show up and you all collectively just look at each other, not say anything, but no, yeah, this guy's not going to make it. Just because of their accountability, their behavior, you must all know. I mean, when someone walk in like this guy, like if someone walks in and they cut it close in a meeting time, I mean, that's you yep. have to have a lot of balls to cut it short like yep. that around yep. there. You put it this way. I, I seen a rookie, you know, you're not allowed to have any anyone visit you at the hotel, the mm-hmm. team hotel. I don't care if your girlfriend, your wife, your dad, your mother, your grandma, you can't no. have anyone visit you at the hotel, which is a, it's a great reason. It gives everyone 
the privacy that they need on their team. You 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 don't have to Smart. go to the hotel. Smart. You can you can go meet them somewhere else, but. You just can't have them come to your hotel. That's all, you know? It's smart. I, I believe in that. Big it's time. Good, it's a good rule. It's a great rule. So then, you know, there's a rookie, you know, free agent, you know, what you know, young buck, what does he do? He, and this isn't even when we're in training camp yet. This is just rookie, you know, being at the hotel during the summer, just during like what's it called? The pre camp in right, the summer. Right, right, right. Well, training for, camp, training camp. No, not training camp. Oh, uh, 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 whatever. OTAs. Yeah, like OTAs. Yeah. This is only. So, not even the whole team's in the hotel, like training camp. It's just mm -hmm. the rookies in the hotel and finds out, you know, there's a girl at the hotel, you know, finds out uh, some, some from someone who saw her, um, you know, and what, what happens? The free agent gets released the very next day and uh, just makes Dead, an example. Like, we're not, he's not playing around, but it's true. If you can't listen to the rules, a simple rule like that, then how can you be accountable and how can you be trustworthy with anything else if you can't even listen to a simple rule that no one's allowed at the hotel? I hope you're all listening to this because what he's saying, you can apply applicable for anything, yes, anything. For anything. If you can't follow that rule, as Rob said earlier, the detail, yes. how can I depend on you to do anything? Especially if you're not proven at all. Now, you know, if, you know, after 10 years, like myself or Tom <laughs> or, or like a Julian, yeah. you know, if we got caught doing it, well, I mean, we would still get hounded, yeah. but... But after paying nine years of, yeah. of duties, maybe we could get away with right, it. But right, we right. would still get hounded and get punished for it. But we wouldn't get booted. But as a rookie free agent, you're going to get booted in one second. No, that's that's lunacy to do it as a rookie. That's crazy. You, you've been on the field. Uh, well, I'm going to transition quick. You've been on the field battling and playing, and you're an absolute warrior. I've seen you play through some really, really tough injuries. Just seeing your face in, in pain and just battle through it. So much respect. <clears throat> could you speak to about a player that you played against and you say, there's no question in my mind, this guy was the toughest to play against for you. You're a great blocking tight end. And I, I mean, I haven't seen blocking like that in a long time from a tight end. So accountable and does such a great job finishing plays. What guy did you not want to block or what guy was a, was a real tough, uh, tough sell uh, running routes, either both or either. Or? Uh, you know, uh, I would say going versus Seattle Seahawks defense. Uh, back in the day when what, what were they called the, um, the the legion of boom yeah the legion of boom yeah. i was thinking booming yeah, booming yeah, 12 yeah, right, or something right, right. but it's the legion of boom <clears throat> and with earl thomas and cam chancellor as the safeties man, man. you got earl thomas who's a rocket <laughs> and you got cam chancellor who's and they're just big a, bodies who's just a monster big bodies jacked arms arms big as heck you know, fast can just both fearless too. That's the thing, both fearless. Oh, yeah. They're not just big. They're not just lo the look. They're fearless too, and that's a diff that's a combo that you got to watch out for. And yeah, I got lit up a few times from him, hands down. You know, Earl Thomas one time just you know he had a clean shot on me and, and took me out. He, he made my lungs clap. I was bleeding out of my mouth for like the next twelve plays. Oh my spitting God. out blood. He, I got laid out full speed. He was a rocket, drilled me, but. Those two, that that combo right there was is one of the deadliest safety combos in the history of the NFL. Wait, you're spitting out blood yeah. in, during the game. What are you thinking? You start spitting out blood, and it's it's all blood. I'm sure. Yep, it's all blood. Uh, you know, there was a little spit. I was like, I taste blood. You know, it was coming up from my lung. You know, after the game, you, like I said, you know, have that young mentality. Oh, there's nothing wrong with me. That's when. That's exactly how you got to take care of your body when you have something like that. You got to hop on it right away mm -hmm. in order to heal. In order right. to get in order for it to not damage you as much as it possibly can right and you can start healing yourself 
you know, I learned all these tricks. I went through all the pain, you know. You know, I didn't take care of myself on some of the biggest injuries I've had and hits. So I learned. I paid my price, yeah. though. So, you know, I listened to that, though. I listened mm -hmm. to the callings that I get when you don't do the things right uh, if you want your body to be healed. But that was a deadly safety combo. And, yeah, man, I, I was spitting up blood on the field. The next day, go for a run, still spitting up blood. I finally go into the training room, like, I don't know, 36 hours after the game. Like, yo, I'm spitting up blood. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And then and I go, like, what took you so long? Yeah, right? What took you so long? <laughs> I went and tried to run. I'm spitting up blood that day, too, after the game. And oh then, you know, my recovery, I, I think I even went and drank a couple beers after the game. Like, that that just shows, like, right, right, like right. you know, where I was at. Like, why, why I got to where I was at at one point when my body wasn't, you know, functioning the way I wanted it to. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, you live and learn. And, and yeah, oh, yeah, I'm thankful for where I'm at now, though. But, yeah, dude, that's just... Some of the story, that's just like one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just oh, like yeah. one. But you know our mentalities. You oh, know, yeah. as football players, if it's... you can work, it didn't matter, though. I was going to work through it. Oh, yeah. I didn't care. I was spinning up blood. I finished the game, had like a 30-yard fade catch still. You know, it was miserable, though. I was hurting, but I that was down it. The, down the sideline. Yeah, it was down I the sideline. It was like to the two-yard line. I remember that. Rumbling, stumbling. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, and then it was for the game winner. It was like fourth and one, and we were down by like five, and it was Cam Chancellor and I. We were one-on-one. -on -one. And um, that was uh, the corner route. Yeah, the little corner route. It was on like the one yard line. Tom threw it up. I didn't make the play. Uh, but I remember, man, I was fucked up, though. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry for F bomb, but yeah. I was messed up. For, right. I, I was messed up on that play. I was because I'm sure the they one. knew you were messed up. I know. Not at all. Because no. I just don't even. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you know, that young mentality. Yeah. dude. You don't yeah. want to show it, man. It's, it's a gift and a curse. It's though. a gift and a curse. Yeah. I agree. hundred yeah. percent. It's a gift and a curse. It's good. They did certain. And then there's guys that go the other way. They don't battle through it enough. Yeah, exactly. You know? Then there's guys that go that way. They don't battle through enough. And that's when, you know, you, everyone in the locker room knows, yeah. like, I don't know if this guy's going to make it like he's got some talent but he doesn't battle enough right. yeah so a play like that for example rob how does tom hold people accountable like you run a route let's say you're supposed to run it like one yard past the sticks and then come back to the sticks and you're two yards short of the sticks attention to detail i talked to our team about that like if you have to run to the sticks you run to the sticks not one yard short of the sticks because we both know what's going to happen how would Tom hold someone accountable if someone, even if it's like from the junior player to the vet player like yourself with experience, does he get on y'all? Do you get uh, on each other? Uh, you know, he uh, he holds you accountable in practice. That's okay. where you get held accountable. Okay. And I would say that's where anyone in the organization gets held accountable. Because if you're not doing it in practice, first off, they're not going to put you in the game. Right. Hands down. That's what happened to me in my rookie year. I just couldn't remember the plays. I was messing up. They won't put me in the game. I had the talent to play, but I didn't start until my eighth game of the year. Then I played every play right. after because I understood the playbook, but it took me that long. Mm -hmm. But they wouldn't put me in because... Right. I wasn't held accountable in practice. So that's where it all starts. It starts in practice, you know, mm -hmm. getting on the same chemistry with Tom, get, getting on the same chemistry with any other player. So if you're not doing it in practice, you're not even going to get put in the game. Mm -hmm. And film session, what's film session like? Are you guys hard on each other in film session? I've seen some, you know, you get in a room with uh, some less, less than desirable uh characters and they're not being accountable or taking responsibility for the things that are going on it can be a very harsh session what's film like in session with uh in, in new england with yourself and tom and julian yes yeah you know f film is different out there i mean we're always watching film uh, coach belichick loves film mm -hmm. always puts it up always teaching the game of football but it's intense it's just yeah. as intense as practice mm -hmm. uh, you watch film right after you watch practice 
right after practice, you go in the film room to see what, what mistakes you made, how you can be better. You watch the other team throughout the week. Mm-hmm. You study them. And uh, it's just as intense, a couple hours, three hours before practice, yeah. one hour after practice. And it's intense, just like practice. You're watching so much as a group and as the offensive unit and then with positions and receivers and the offensive side of the ball. Are you watching it on your own at home as well? Uh, it's tricky. I mean, I know it's a loaded question. I mean, you, most guys say they want to, but you watch so darn much as a team. You know, you know? that that's uh, you know, that goes to attention to detail. Right. Being young, half yeah. the time I didn't even. I'm not even gonna lie. Half yeah. the time I didn't even pay attention to right. the film. And now you, now I'm looking back, and I and I and I noticed that guys were playing extra years in the league not because mm-hmm. of their talent, because of you know the knowledge of the game of football, the right. knowledge of their opponent. You can get open. Uh, without having as much talent as the defense, but you right. can get open if you know the game of football and you know where those players are going to be. Oh yeah, and if you're reliable and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna extend your career longer, man. And that's what about all about paying attention to detail. If you got the you know a lot of skill, and you're not you know you don't know what the defense is going to do, you you may not get open then because you're running right into where the defense is going to be. But if mm-hmm. you know you don't have as much skill, but you got the smartness, right. you can go into the open hole, sit. Tom will hit you right there with the pass, and you just catch the ball run five yards up until you get tackled and boom first down just like that and it's just like it's like it's art watching the new england offense it's like art they make it look so easy it's unbelievable and i you're watching we all know it's only a handful of plays but they're done incredibly well right so what is that? I must be so frustrating for the defense. It's ridiculous. I'm watching, they run the same play. They're beating you the same way. If you're the defender, it's going to be a long film session. What's it like when you're running those plays? Like you, you have total communication on how you're going to set up the defender and like push the inside to work the outside. What's that like? Yes, exactly. I mean, it's um, it's total communication. Mm-hmm. You hit that right. Making sure everyone's on the same page. Uh, making sure everyone is on has the same chemistry for the play, mm-hmm. and that's where it all begins is in practice. That's where you get the trust. That's where you hold everyone accountable. That's where Tom holds everyone accountable. That's mm-hmm. where Coach holds everyone accountable to make sure you're doing it right in practice, and then bringing it out to the game and making sure everyone on every play is on the same page, so mm-hmm. you can go out and execute it to the best of the ability right. uh, to to go make some yards and some big plays. Absolutely. Do you ever go to the sidelines and go, or how often do you go to the sidelines, Rob, and say, man, I got this guy all day. Just throw it up there. Uh, you know, once in a while, I only do it if I truly, <laughs> yeah, if you, you know, know truly yeah, know. Yeah. And they listen, you know, right. they listen. And uh, I've you only done it a few, too. yeah, you got to prove yourself yeah. too before you say that. And that takes some practice. If you right. tell them in practice that you got, got a guy and you do it then in practice, they're going to listen to you in the game. Sweet. So greatest, uh, favorite Super Bowl. I know you want to say the next one usually, but what was your favorite Super My Bowl? My favorite one out of the three were, uh, was versus Seattle. You know, there Seattle. was so much action. We were down twice by 14, came back, made it 14-14. Then we were down 20. I think we were down 28-14, right? Yeah. I think we won 31-28. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. But we, yeah. we were down twice by 14, came back. Then, you know, they were about to score. Malcolm Butler with the interception. Oh, I had a my. touchdown that game, too. Unbelievable. Everyone everyone played well, and it was just a, um, an unbelievable game, one of the best Super Bowl games ever, and it, it was awesome. Who was the corner that jammed the guys we couldn't get off the line of scrimmage right next to Bell, the tall corner you guys had? Oh, um, oh Super man. tall. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, oh, He was great. He, oh, he could he, hit. He made that play. Oh, man, he made that play. I remember. Oh, man. Forget B- his Brown, name. something. Yeah, oh. I think so. Oh man! He jammed the hell out of him. How could wild. I not think of his he name? He wild. came from Seattle. 
Yeah. And he played yeah, in yeah. the CFL before, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, my gosh. We'll think of it. But Butler, what was Butler like? He must have been high as a kite after that. Oh, yeah, he was high as a kite, man. He <laughs> fell on the ground crying, man. It was oh it was goodness. unbelievable. He sealed that thing up. How about favorite play in a Super Bowl? Was it the uh, the Rams catch down the season? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was That was memorable. unbelievable. Bro. Yes, unbelievable. unbelievable. Yes, that was great, man. Oh, man. I remember Coach called that play twice because I was like, ah, I felt like I was kind of open. We could have made a big play there. And then Josh recalled the play like that. And I was like, he recalled that play because he knew – that that Tom needs to throw throw that one up to me. It was the mm-hmm. same defense. We went fast that time. Called the same play twice in a row. Ran the same route. Tom threw it up that time and made the play. Man, love it. So let's make a case where help me out. What I mean, I know it's 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 hands down. Why is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback that ever lived? You know, because he pays so much attention to detail. You know, detail in the fo- game. of you football. You guys better get this message, man. Yes. He's driving it home. Let's yes. go. Detail <laughs> in the game of football and also detail in. And how he lives on, you know, on how his body functions and of taking care of your body. Because if you don't have your health, if you don't have your body, you can't even play the game of football. And the way he takes care of his body, the way he keeps himself loose, the way he trains himself so he's ready to go with Mm -hmm. what he needs to do is just second to none. And that's what, you know, it's just so installed in his body and his brain that just keeps him going year in, year after out, no matter what age you are. And he's humble too, right? Yeah, super humble humble man, uh, great guy. A uh, great guy to learn from, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just always positive and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just always trying to work hard and get better. Great leader. Great leader, hands great down. Leader, right? Takes control of the offense just like that. I mean, to be able to take control of, you know, 15, 10 other grown men on the field mm-hmm. and lead them down the way. I mean, it's like, you know. And to get their respect is hard enough. Respect, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just unbelievable. How about the relationship between Tom and Coach Bill? Do you think? I mean, I don't think people understand that. That's not supposed to be a buddy-buddy, chummy-chummy relationship. And when it turns into that, that's not the best thing. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh, you know. I mean, it's a coach-quarterback relationship, It's a business. Right? I mean, name a business where everyone's buddy-buddy the whole time throughout every business yeah. deal. It, it's not possible. They I mean, expect it to be like that. That's yeah, not yeah. real. No, but I mean, I mean, the business-working relationship, I've never seen it any better, man. Yeah. Every time, I mean, always on the same page and everything. I mean, um, plus a lot of things you see is just always speculation out mm-hmm. there. So... You know, they work together. I mean, they're hands down, you know, the best quarterback to ever play and, and the best coach to ever play. So it's just two people I admire in their work ethics and, and the way that they approach their job. All right. We got to get you out of here, Rob. You've been here a long time. I can't thank you enough. Let me ask you some quick, quick questions, get to know Rob Gronkowski better, and then we'll get you out of here, okay? Super speed round. One word answers, whatever you want. Favorite food? Oh, favorite food. Oh, oh, grilled chicken wings. Grilled chicken wings from any anywhere particular. Uh, I like you know I like getting them at Whole Foods, that nice. organic chicken, and, oh, and yeah. just put them on a nice sauce. I just put you know olive oil and uh, some some pepper on it, and and just throw them on the grill. You're a cook. Nice. Uh, favorite movie. Oh, my favorite movie, Happy Gilmore, hands down. <laughs> Go to your home, right? Go to your home. Why can't you just go, go to your, your home? home. <laughs> uh, favorite music. Oh, you know I I like. You know, Flow Rider. I like that type of jam. So okay. Top twenty. I don't really say I have a you know whatever mood I'm in. So top twenty, I would say. Okay. Favorite Miami restaurant. Oh, favorite Miami restaurant. Oh, does does Carrot Express? Oh yeah, man. Does, does that work? Oh you yeah. Know, that healthy oh, organic. It. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that, that, that's you know I love that juices there. Oh, yeah. bowls, oh, yeah. ginger shots, salads. You're a health freak, all fruit, now, man. That's oh, I'm awesome. a health freak, I love that. man. It's, I love it's that. great. Okay, favorite 
uh, evening spot. So we were going to talk like club. If you had to go to a club, I know you don't go out that much, but if you do, which one is it in Miami? You know, um, Rockwell. Uh, Rockwell. Rockwell. Okay. So if I, you know, these are my main ones. Rockwell, Live. You know, I used, you know, 11 sometimes. I mean, that, that place. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. That place I is mean, like you're Varsity not, Blues. Yeah, you yeah, yeah Varsity Blues right there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, those, those are spots. Uh, Bodega's a good spot. You know, Bodega, you know that's a great spot to go. You get some eat there. A couple, couple of drinks before heading out to the other spots. So Absolutely. Favorite football team growing up as a kid? Oh, the, I mean, I grew up in Buffalo, so it was the Buffalo Bills. Nice. I wasn't like the, a huge fanatic. I mean, I was a okay. Bills fan. I had a couple players that I love watching, but the Buffalo Bills growing up in Buffalo, man. Favorite athlete growing up? Oh, uh, you know, I loved uh, uh, Tequil Spikes. You know, I just loved his name. I play with him in Cincinnati. You know? Oh, there you go. Biggest neck in football history. Oh, yeah. Huge Unbelievable. Neck. That's what made, like I said, the way he looked. <laughs> I just loved the name he had and the way he looked. He just looked like an awesome player, and I loved it. He was a baller, man. Baller. He could play. Okay. Uh, favorite off-time uh, hobby? All right. Something you do on your own. Yeah, something I do on my own, dude. Um, I love activities. I can't give this one a one-word answer. I love doing activities. I love doing anything that stimulates the brain because that helps heal. And that helps heals. you know, I truly believe and I feel it is it helps heal all the, all the hits I take into my head. And you want to know what else is helping me heal is, uh, I know if you've done it before, is uh, Clavy Therapy. Oh, yeah. With Gabby, oh, man. Gabby's incredible. She's incredible. She does incredible work. And I, I work with her, you know, whenever I have the chance in whatever city she's in and I'm in. And just the way that it attacks my nervous system by just giving a little sharp needle and not even pinching through the skin. Wow. Just the way it, you know, <clears throat> wakes up the nervous system, stimulates the nervous system and helps heal the nervous system by bringing blood flow to that area. It's just unbelievable. And I just in my free time, I just love getting treatment. I love getting massages. You know, TB12 show me the way. Of, of long of elongating your muscles making your muscles pliable mm -hmm. and then also connecting your body through gabby's treatments mm -hmm. i love it connecting points from your head to your arm to your i'm very upset at gabby yeah she's never in town i can't get yeah, she's treatments. never in town she has a gift and yes. i can't experience she it. really has a gift she's one of the only ones in the whole world that that she's do awesome. clavy therapy and so talented it's so talented dude I, I love that and that's my hobbies getting treatment man mm -hmm. i you know i truly understand that i needed treatment i know where i was at i destroyed my body dude yeah. imagine playing football taking hits how's the elbow oh the elbow's fine man everything yeah. feels great man i work out hard He's got two let me see those again you got nothing, nothing oh hurts. that's a big ass score right there yeah no pain no pain it's unbelievable man. no man. pain i do dude if you do everything right eat right get the right treatments you you, you can heal okay you can heal okay Fa so did you have a mentor growing up one mentor you know, you I would see my to? brothers. Your brothers. I just always watch them, watch them grow up, watch them go through the process of Good going to college. Too. Yes, they're great, you know. And they they went to Vision One, went to the pros. So just always watch them. Mm -hmm. Favorite quote? Oh, my favorite so quote. So many. Man, I never really had one, man. I couldn't I couldn't really tell you, man. Okay. I, I I never said I had a favorite quote. You know, I love all the ones that I see, the Instagram meme ones where yeah. you know, the ones that get you <clears> to the motivational quotes. Um can't really name one off the top right. of my head. That's all right. So if there's so the Magnum Method podcast is all about hard work, doing what you need to do to get the things you want in life, putting your head down and going to work, talking to overachievers like yourself had such great success. If you could give one message to someone who's starting something and chasing a goal or a dream, what would that message be? You're talking to everyone. Yes. Now. If I'm talking to everyone, um, 
you know, never give up. You can never give up, man. Always find a way to keep going. You know, there's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be, uh, there are going to be speed bumps where the speed bump might be huge. The speed bump might be little, but you know, don't get frustrated. If you're frustrated, you know, I, I believe that means you're about to have a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. So if you're frustrated because you're still going, you can't get the answer that you want, trust me, just calm down, take a deep breath, and keep going because you are about to have a breakthrough. That frustration Love means that. something. You got to always understand that everything means something. And I truly don't, you know, I'm starting to figure that out. I don't, you know, everything does mean something. Sometimes I can't figure out why. But if you're trying to figure out why, try to figure out in the positive way, always being positive, always figuring out why things are trying to happening to you uh, because you're doing great things or because you're not doing such great things that, you know, you just always got to stay focused, always keep on going. And you're eventually going to start having breakthroughs. And once you start having a breakthrough, you're going to want more breakthroughs and keep on going. So just keep Love fighting, it. man. Keep fighting. Love it. Rob, thank you. Rob Gronkowski, one of the greatest football players that ever lived, but also an incredible human being. Thanks so much, Rob. I yes, really Mark. No, it. thank you, man. I really appreciate this it. This was awesome, thank man. You so My much. pleasure.